Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. took a trip to Mentone, Alabama. This little incorporated town sits atop Lookout Mountain, conveniently located less than a two-hour drive from Huntsville, Birmingham, Atlanta, and Chattanooga. Fall is the best time to visit. While you're there, be sure to grab a bite to eat at Elevation Bistro, the newest restaurant in town. I had the opportunity to sit and chat with chef and owner Kevin Dunlap and talk about his rustic and cozy local and regionally sourced new venture. Thanks so much for joining us here today on Talking Travel with Wendy. I'm here with Kevin Dunlap of the Elevation Bistro in Mentone, Alabama. So thanks for being here. Thank you for being here with me. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about the new restaurant that's (laughs) opening up or has opened up. Tell me a little bit about how you got started and how you got here. 25 years, I guess, I've been doing this. I've opened multiple restaurants for uh, many people and wasn't looking to open my own restaurant and this space just kind of fell in my lap it just came open my girls are are leaving the nest and (laughs) thought it's 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 my turn okay my time okay Uh, it just all kind of came together very quickly actually okay so where were you before here i was a chef and general manager at canyon grill okay uh, okay. which is one of the finest restaurants in this region really They've, they've been there 27 years now i believe okay it's on uh, it's on Lookout Mountain. It's just on oh, the Georgia okay. side. Okay, it's in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's right. just across the mountain from us. Okay, so we'll give a shout out to them, mm-hmm. <laughs> Canyon Grill. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then, did you study? I did a short stint in culinary school, and it wasn't for me, and I didn't finish the program. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd probably been in the business five or six years before I went to school. Okay. It just didn't. Yeah. It just didn't. Wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, you probably enjoyed working. More than I did, than and uh, I worked really the, the the restaurant that ignited my passion and started me on this path was really my first school, okay. uh, and they're still there. I think they're the oldest family-owned and operated restaurant in Colorado. They've been there oh, sixty wow. years, Where maybe. Uh, it's in Boulder, Colorado. It's okay. Cafe Gondolier. I mean, like I said, really, that's. So, kinda, did you start out as a sous chef, or? I started out as a potato peeler and a that's dishwasher. That's awesome! I love that. I, love I started that. in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I went to a culinary college too, but um, I studied hospitality management. But I went to Johnson and Wales. And I toured Johnson and Wales yeah. when I was looking at going to school. Did you? Because mm-hmm. they have a Colorado campus too. But, well, I, cho- I toured um, the Providence lo- uh, location. Yeah, and, that's uh, I went to school. Great location. Yeah, it was. It was a little rainy. <laughs> yeah, it was tough, though. It was a pretty competitive program. Absolutely. Yeah, I was in the business side of it, but the culinary students actually cooked for us. So, like, we always knew when we got a new freshman class in because the toast was burnt every <laughs> single year. We were, like, so excited by the time we get to January. No more burnt toast. They figured it out. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, by the time we were done, after four years, they were competing with the Culinary Institute of America and New Oh, Hyde sure. Park That's a fun... And, and I toured you know, both. Uh, yeah. I toured... Because my... 
uh, both of my sisters at the time lived in Manhattan, so okay. I toured CIA, yeah. and uh, and it was you know it's a ninety minute train ride from the city where they are. So, sure, sure. Uh, and then I toured the Providence location of Johnson and Wales, but yeah. I've been in Colorado for five years, I guess five and a half years. I was ready to come back to the okay. south. Uh, and the Art Institute in Atlanta has a great program. Yeah. It's top notch. Yeah. It wasn't the program that that. Yeah, it's just, it just wasn't for me. I yeah. already I knew I had a gift, yeah. and I just felt like the investment and the time wasn't, wasn't where I needed to be. It yeah. wasn't where my calling was. So, yeah, um, no, I totally agree. Yeah, college isn't for everybody. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> you started in Colorado and then made your way back to Alabama. You're from Alabama. I'm from Georgia. Oh, okay. I'm a I'm a Georgia boy that's okay. now an Alabama uh, right. an Alabama lover. <laughs> uh, I grew up in Ackworth, which is uh, maybe 30, oh, sure. 30 miles north of Atlanta. Atlanta, mm -hmm. yeah, very cool. So did you work in Georgia at all? I did. Um, when I came back shortly after culinary school, my oldest daughter was, was born. I have two daughters, and uh, so I went into, I'd been, up to that point, I'd been in private restaurants. Okay. And uh, when, when Alexis, when we were pregnant with Alexis, I went into the corporate world. I just felt like it was... Yeah. It was the security that, that I needed to have in place. I did a long stint in corporate restaurants, okay. uh, cooking, managing, all sure. of it. And it wasn't probably until 2007 that I went back into private restaurant, and that was Sugar's Ribs in Chattanooga. Okay, all right. And the, the owners that started Sugar's Ribs were also the people that started the Canyon Grill. Okay. So I opened Sugar's for them. That's uh, I came on board as it was opening. That's how I met them. Eventually opened three restaurants for them and then came and took over Canyon Grill from them. And so it just, my path kept leading me <laughs> slowly closer and closer to Mentone and Northeast Alabama okay. and to, to where we are now. Okay, so. okay. The inspiration for Elevation, where did that come from? Because we're high. For the name? Yeah. So that's a good friend of mine, Barry Carter, who was a, a regular guest at Canyon Grill, and that's how I got to meet him. The first name that I picked wasn't, uh, it wasn't a fit. Picking the name was maybe the hardest thing that I've done in this yeah. venture so far. Okay. Because it's the name, you know, it's what we're, it, yeah, you're, yeah. It's, you're stuck with it, yeah. I guess. Uh, I mean, I lost sleep for two weeks trying to think of a name. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, yeah, it really, yeah. it's, it was hard for yeah, me. Uh, yeah. So Barry calls me one night and uh, he knew, you know, what the vision of what I was doing and what, and, and knows Mentone a little bit. And so Mentone is the highest incorporated town in the state of Alabama. Okay. We're not the highest spot in Alabama, but we are the highest incorporated town. Okay. So, and that's what he tells me. So that, you know, the outside of this building kind of looks like a Swiss chalet, you know. Kind of looks like Colorado. It kind of does. <laughs> and it's like a ski resort almost yeah, out yeah. front, the, you know, For the sure. big beams and the cedar, yeah, cedar yeah. beams. And so Barry called me and says, uh, you know, you're in the highest elevated town in Alabama. You, you've already talked about this vision of an elevated food, a menu, ingredients, and service. He's like, you're elevated. Just yeah. call it elevated. Yeah. And I thought, well, elevated to me, I thought of it for a few days, and elevated just felt like it was done. Yeah. Like you've reached. Because it's past tense. It's past tense. <laughs> and so it was just elevation. Yes. It's, it's, it's present. That's right. It's happening continuous. right now. Yes. So that's, uh, that's yeah. the story on the name. So. That's so and cool. And it just clicked. It, yeah. it just fit. So. Yeah. So tell us about the menu. I'm excited to hear what's going to happen. <laughs> it, well, it changes every week and sometimes every okay. day. And um, you have a big farm to table. 
it's supporting local farmers, local businesses. That's super cool. Yeah, I mean, I'd say 85% of this menu is local and regional. More of it is right here on Lookout Mountain and okay. in the surrounding valleys of this mountain. So even closer than like the guidelines for farm to table, which I think is like 50 miles or less. Or oh yeah, like I mean, most of it is, I mean, there's Mildred's Meadows Farms is maybe a mile from here. The farm at Windy Hill is a mile and a half from okay. here. Black Rose Angus Farm is four or five miles from here. I mean, it's uh, okay. um, Jones Farm is six miles from here. And they're probably uh, super glad you're opening. <laughs> They are, and I'm super glad for them. And that was part of the vision of the menu is that there's so much food right here in this community mm -hmm. and in the surrounding region that there's no reason to outsource. Sure. And strangely enough, opening in, because I opened, I'd say, six weeks into the pandemic, which... Which has just been so amazing that you're doing so well. And, and you know, I don't... Yeah. I, I, some people were like, you're crazy. This is, you know you must be out of your mind and uh, I, I probably am but strangely <laughs> enough the pandemic boosted the concept of, of really sourcing locally because yeah. people quit going to grocery stores in the pandemic and all of the farms and the farmers around here were just covered up anyway yeah and so it really you know I think the food movement has, has transcended and is evolving, and, and that's really been in the last 10 years and, and even more, sure. five years probably. But, you know, you open farm to table something or really doing a locally sourced concept six, seven years ago, you might not have made it. I the know. challenges would have been I know. would have been great. Yeah. So uh, strangely enough, again, like I said, the, the pandemic has helped that. So yeah. um, I had a nonprofit about six years ago in Huntsville called Deep Roots of Alabama, and it was garden health education mm. for children. We were in ten different schools. We had about ten thousand students that wow. we served. Um, it was a little bit too ahead of its time. Now, though, I think it would take off, you know, because um, people are very aware. Unfortunately, Alabama was leading at the time in childhood obesity, so I felt my education in, in food that we needed to get some healthy food into some food deserts that were around Alabama and stuff, so. But it just, we couldn't get the funding, you know? Understood. It was total bummer. Understood. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm totally about let's raise the next farmers up because that's really going to be valuable in the future. And is we need more local farmers. It's huge. <laughs> um, I mean, the quality of food and, the, and yeah. just the synergy in the community itself from networking together, it's, uh, it's incredible. And, and, uh, Kevin, tell me about the theme of the menu. So I, it's a very small and limited, and it will probably stay that way for a long time. Okay. So I try to do, uh, I usually have one salad, uh, one or two appetizers, okay. and then three to four entrees. And so I'll do a protein entree, which could be uh, beef, pork, chicken. Uh, I just met a local bison farmer. Okay. Uh, so there's some <laughs> sort of protein entree, and then some sort of fish or seafood entree, uh, and then uh, a veg, a vegetarian or a vegan entree. Awesome. Um, this weekend it was a vegetarian. <laughs> it wasn't vegan. So a That's lot of okay. times I try to, but I've got my sides, uh, and then I'll have a couple of side dishes. 
and the sides have been pretty much vegetarian and vegan all the way through. So awesome. most of the menu is gluten-free naturally just because I'm using clean ingredients. There's right. no processed right. food in the building. I'm not using anything packaged or processed. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, I mean, even the sugar for my tea and desserts is, is organic raw sugar. See, really, healthy using, choices too. Yeah, and it, but it's, it's not even, a, it's just because it's better. Yeah. It's not because I'm trying to make a statement. It's just better food. Uh, and it really, Amen. because of that, yeah, because of that, it makes the menu almost, like I said, 90% naturally gluten-free a lot of the yeah. times. A lot of vegetarian and vegan, so it, it covers the board. So, um, and then one or two desserts. Uh, so it's very simple. And so I try to okay. keep that theme every week, and the, but it'll change as far as, okay. um, you know, and I'll, I'll repeat things here and there. Um, if I can get it and people love it and uh, I might do it a second week just because not everybody can always get here the weekend I do it so but it changes pretty much uh, and all the proteins if they're not from this mountain they are they're from the region okay um, from Carolina so everything is from the southeast I mean I've used a farm from Kentucky from North Carolina well that's wonderful so everything yeah, is really really cool you know, this might this coming weekend might be the last weekend that I'll have local fresh tomatoes, and oh, I'm tearing up a little bit. Um, I'm tearing up a little bit for real. It's uh, tomato season is my maybe my favorite. Um, we stopped at Durban Farms on the way home from the beach this weekend, and they had the heirloom ones that mm -hmm. are like the purpley, sure. weird shape, like somebody created them weird, mm -hmm. <laughs> but they're mm -hmm. so good. Brandy wines probably <laughs> yes. is what those are. Yeah, One of my so favorite good. varieties. <laughs> So good, mm -hmm. yeah. So I know tomatoes are almost done. Uh -huh. <laughs> so that's I mean that's the menu is cooking seasonality too, and it's you know this is a new venture for me because the last few months I opened in the beginning of June, and so the summertime I mean there so, there are one two three four five farms uh, right here yeah. in our community. So that part of of creating the menu has been just playing. Yeah. Because there's so much. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm coming into a time where it's um, there's going to be a shift. And it's not, I don't do the same dishes necessarily every week, but uh, they just, the, the especially with the vegetables and the fruits have been so plentiful. Yeah. Uh, and they're, it's not that they're not going to be, it's just winter. This is a new venture right, for me. Right. So I'm. Uh, so maybe more squashes and stuff. Oh, there yeah. will be, yeah. yeah. We'll have, uh, we'll have some well, root vegetables and some cold. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about it. So, because, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I've, the restaurants I've always worked in, you order commodity ingredients, which is, uh, I'm not knocking that. I mean, that, that's just the standard really for restaurant and food mm -hmm. service. So, um, you know, if I do a dish with, with yellow squash, I could do that year round because it's just squash. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Versus what's coming out of the ground this week. But I think that's so cool because you get to be creative when it's in season and try new things mm -hmm. and introduce people to maybe some foods that they wouldn't ordinarily try and me too because yeah. i'm i mean i'm constantly researching appalachian recipes and and that's not the total theme of the menu i mean i do french uh, italian soul food we got uh, bistro in the name uh, yeah um <laughs> so it, it it inspires me and pushes me to be creative too because i don't always know what i'm going to be working with or how long i'm going to be working with a certain ingredient so um so you said it changes weekly? The, the menu, menu does? changes weekly and okay. sometimes daily depending on availability of what I can get okay. and how much I can get. So So is it best to make reservations when people come? It is highly recommended. Highly recommended. Um, Great. Okay. And by phone, Facebook, uh, reservation service? 
Yeah. OpenTable. Okay. Um, is this the software system I'm using for reservations? Perfect. So uh, OpenTable.com on any smartphone, the app, or you can call the restaurant direct. Okay. And large parties because of COVID. What are the restrictions practicing because of COVID? I, well, we are. We're very spaced out. Most of the tables are more than six feet apart. I don't have any tables right now that are set up for anything larger than six people. So I've got a family, kind of a, a family-style booth. It's a it's a cool bench on one side of the wall and then uh, standing chairs on the other side. I had a family come in this past weekend that was 10 and so six on one end and four on the other, oh, even though they're a family, but I've got it. So you're still together, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. it just because you're together, other guests don't necessarily always know that. So it's, uh, right. we're, we're doing our diligence and well, it's keeping uh, people safe and yet yeah, enjoyable I mean, having absolutely. a good experience. So. Absolutely. Good. Good. So. What are the hours that you're open? So currently, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, four thirty to seven thirty okay. central. And then Saturday, Sunday is 11.30 to 1.30. Okay. And the, the lunch is, is very limited. I've not even posted that lunch menu online, <laughs> but maybe one time. That's, okay. uh, I wasn't even going to do lunch in the beginning. And we, we opened up one Saturday and did a burger. And we've since dubbed it the local burger. Oh, right. Uh, okay. I saw that. I and saw that. and yeah. uh, the response was phenomenal. And so now we... That's pretty much the staple for lunch is the burger, and then I'll do one or two other things. Okay. Lunch is just more casual, just playing and, and having fun. and uh, Not that dinner's not, but dinner is more, it's more of a set menu, and sure. it is a set menu. And so. Okay. All right. Awesome. And is your Facebook page a website? No website. Uh, okay. Facebook, um, Elevation Bistro, okay. Instagram. And that's where people can see the menu? And yeah, I post the menu on Instagram and Facebook okay. every Thursday, okay. Thursday afternoon for the coming weekend. And really, I, I wait till Thursday because it takes me that long to really get the menu secure because, again, like I said, sourcing from local farms is, it's not get up Monday morning, place an order, and yeah. set for the week. It's, uh, it's what do you got sometimes this calling every email this person and calling this person. And, yeah. um, Have you found them to be helpful, too, as far as ideas for recipes? Well, I have a ton of green tomatoes, and this was relish or something grandma made. <laughs> well, and I mean, I think all the farmers that I, that I know now and have relationships with, I mean, they all cook because you... Yeah. I mean, unless you're just a grow. commercial farmer, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you eat what you grow. So they all are, uh, they all probably are caliber cooks enough to have their own restaurants if they wanted to. So I saw that you have some merch. <laughs> we do. We have t-shirts and, uh, and hats, just a couple of colors of shirts and a few different styles of hats. So, well, what fun though. Uh, something fun. <laughs> you're yeah, here, yeah, Mentone, yeah. and yeah. And we do. We get a lot of, Mentone has a lot of tourism, so, but there's... There's a few locals running around with uh, with hats and shirts on, Good. so that's, uh, that's, that's cool for sure. What day is the farmer's market here, if I remember? Is that Saturday? Every Saturday. Every Saturday. Every okay. Saturday. And is that all year long or just? It depends on the weather. And uh, okay. I mean, they'll go through the winter if the weather permitting. Okay. Um, because there are, and it's a, such a cool little farmer's market. It I mean, really there's, is. there's a variety of yeah. from, from meat farmers to produce farmers, yeah. honey makers. Um, I came up to do the DeSoto Falls hike, the Indian Falls hike, and... One of my favorite trails. It was awesome. We stopped here 
because we saw that we we did a quick there's a farmer's market going on and uh, it was a lot of fun i got some really great pepper jelly oh sure yum yeah and that's the neat thing is that there's there's an eclectic mix of of (laughs) yeah but they had a soap soap lady there too sure she's making soap sure so that's something to check out as well is uh the farmer's market do you also provide delivery service or pickup for people who might not feel safe yet about going out? No delivery. Okay. We do uh, We do definitely offer curbside and takeout. Okay, perfect. Um, so we've done, some people don't want to come in the building, we, we can do curbside and we're we're masked up during service. So okay. we've got the, the patio, which will hopefully be, it's open, it's just I've not really utilized it yet. It's not covered, so we're working on some little bit of coverage for the patio and we'll have some outside seating so but some people have sat out there already anyway okay um but we're we've just been slowly as we grow and and hopefully oh it's only been a few uh, months it's only been a few months three months i'm just so amazed um, and so impressed (laughs) and thankfully that patio is on the on the east side of the building too so it uh cools off a little more and it's not direct heat in the afternoon so but we're working on uh beautifying it and and having it open well, I'm excited to come on the 19th. I already have a reservation, so Love it. <laughs> I'll be here pretty soon. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you all. Thank you. I hope on your next visit to Lookout Mountain, you pop in and say hello to my new talented friend, Kevin Dunlap at Elevation Bistro. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast or my YouTube channel, Travel with Wendy, for more travel tips and inspiration. Remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy.